Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1. Batsheva Nigri, a resident of the community of Beit Chagai in the Har Hebron area, has been identified as the woman who was murdered in a terrorist shooting attack on Route 60 near Hebron on Monday, August 21st. Nigri, who was 40 years old and a 39-year-old man who were shot at close range after terrorists cut off their vehicle with another car at an intersection. The man was seriously wounded and taken to Soroka Medical Center while Batsheva Nigri was pronounced at the scene. Nigri's six-year-old daughter was in the back seat and witnessed the entire attack. Miraculously, the girl escaped unharmed. The Palestinian Islamic Jihad hailed the terrorists as heroic, stating, We congratulate the heroic shooting that targeted a vehicle of criminal settlers south of Hebron, which came as a natural and legitimate response to the crimes of the occupation and its settlers' aggression against our people. The gunmen fled, prompting Israeli security forces to embark on their second manhunt in three days. The first manhunt being in response to the murders of a father and a son from Ashdod, who were murdered in the West Bank near the town of Hawara. Mad emergency services attempted to treat the two, 60-year-old Shay Silas Nigrakar of Ashdod and his 29-year-old son Aviad, but the pair were never pronounced dead at the scene. A massive manhunt is underway to find their killer as well. The military shut down all entrances to the Palestinian part of Hebron, along with other towns to the south and east, while they conduct their search. Israel's Defense Minister Yoav Gallant held an operational briefing after the shooting attack and is expected to later conduct a situational assessment with senior members of the defense establishment. His office said he is receiving regular updates from his military secretary, Brigadier General Guy Markizani, on the ongoing manhunt for the terrorists. Number 2 Several more inches of rain are forecast on Monday, August 21st for Southern California and Nevada as Tropical Storm Hillary, which has now been downgraded to a post-tropical cyclone, continues to lash out at the American Southwest. The National Weather Service warned in an advisory that Hillary is, quote, expected to produce additional rainfall amounts of 2 to 4 inches, with isolated storm total amounts to 12 inches across portions of Southern California and Southern Nevada throughout the today. Continued flash and urban flooding locally catastrophic is expected, said the National Weather Service, noting that the storm will continue to produce, quote, strong and gusty winds in the in and near areas of elevated terrain and life-threatening surf and rip current conditions. At least 13 people have been rescued in knee-deep water in a homeless encampment along the San Diego River as a result of the storm, and water rescues also have been confirmed by officials in Palm Springs and at the Canyon Mobile Home Park in Cathedral City. Hillary is expected to move to Idaho by Monday afternoon, and the National Weather Service says one to three inches of rain is expected in Idaho and neighboring Oregon, with some areas seeing up to five inches. California Governor Gavin Newsom met with impacted communities across the southern part of the state on Sunday night as Hillary, then a tropical storm, made landfall. The storm was preceded by a magnitude 5.1 earthquake at approximately 2.41 p.m. Pacific Time on Sunday, August 20th. Newsom has expanded the number of counties under a state of emergency to, to ensure that more communities can access the support, services, and resources needed in response to the storm. The governor's office has said in a statement, he also issued additional emergency orders to give care facilities more flexibility to care for patients during the storm. 
The governor spoke with local leaders, first responders, leading recovery efforts, and President Biden to address the ongoing impact of Hillary and the earthquake that struck on Sunday afternoon. The State Operations Center at the Governor's Office of Emergency Services is activated 24-7 at the direction of the governor, and the state is closely monitoring the impacts of rain, wind, flash flooding, and potential, and potential power outages. Officials are coordinating with state agencies to offer resources and preparations for, the, for other potential impacts of the storm, including tornadoes, earthquakes, and earthquake aftershocks. California has also activated its Medical and Health Coordination Center to monitor and arrange response efforts and has issued an alert to all health facilities in the state. California is also coordinating with Target, Walmart, Lowe's, CVS Health, and other retailers and grocery stores to make sure essential supplies are available and emergency contingency plans are activated. The state is also coordinating with fuel suppliers, utility providers, and telecommunication companies to maintain essential services. Noosa's office also announced a partnership with Uber, the ride-sharing company, to offer discounted rides to shelters with a cap set at $40 off. Number 3 In a dramatic development in the Haredi educational system, the Bells Hasidim are close to integrating core curriculum studies in their system, thereby receiving 100% funding from the government. Two Bells institutions will initially come under the supervision of the Bnei Yosef network of Shas, and will receive the full funding from the Israeli government. The agreement is expected to expand to all of Belz's educational institutions, numbering some 9,000 students. The Belz initiative is a blow for Degel HaTayra, which had threatened to split with the Aguda before the previous election over the possible inclusion of core curriculum studies. At the time, Prime Minister Netanyahu intervened prior to the election and promised Belz funding even if they didn't include core curriculum studies. But this promise wasn't fulfilled in the current budget, and therefore Bells moved ahead with the curricular with the curricular change. Previously, the Shas minister in the educational in the education ministry, Chaim Biton, had delayed the entry of Bells into the core curriculum system, in order not to maintain the connection between the acceptance of such a curriculum and 100% funding. But after the intervention of Arya Deri from Shas, Shas will take responsibility for the Bells institutions. The Ashkenazi students will now be under the auspices of the, quote, Organization of Talmudei Torah for the Heritage of Eastern Jewry. The Bnei Yosef Network has yet to formally respond to the initiative, but the Education Ministry welcomed the program and stressed that it will include through thorough supervision from the supervisors of the Bnei Yosef system. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.